Hey everyone, I'm Cappy and you're listening to Beyond the Plate, the duo season. I'm a chef by trade and hospitality professional. By day, I head up Rachel Ray's culinary operations and co-founded her cooking and kids charity called Yummo. Six years ago, I had the idea to put together a podcast where we sit down with the world's culinary elite to explore their journey into the food industry and the social impact they have made in their communities. Hence, the name Beyond the Plate. If you're new to the pod, welcome. If you've listened before, we're so glad you're back. This season, we're featuring some of the greatest restaurant and hospitality duos in the industry. And we're grateful to our partners who make this podcast a reality. With that, there are these iconic sounds that certain food and drinks make. You know, popping open a soda or beer can, that bite into the perfect grilled cheese sandwich, and of course, the crunch of any chips. The last of which pairs perfectly with both soda, or pop as we call it here in the Midwest, and the grilled cheese. This is a crispy bonus episode because as you probably noticed, we are joined today with one of our delicious partners, Frito-Lay. We had a great conversation with Chris Bellinger, who is the chief creative officer of PepsiCo Foods US. Chris and I spoke about a number of things from the sheer magnitude of people who eat chips or snacks during football season to how chips seem to be having a moment in today's culinary world. I mean, they're always having a moment, but I'm talking about seeing chips pop up in shows like The Bear. If you think of just about any groundbreaking Frito-Lay brand activation in recent years, from the long-running Doritos Crash the Super Bowl to the Cheetos-themed restaurants that took New York City, Hollywood, and the internet by storm, you'll find Chris Bellinger. What we were most excited about was Frito-Lay's flavor channel that they started on TikTok. That's at FLVR underscore US. Not going to spoil it all. But in six months, this channel reached 1 million followers and grew into one of the biggest branded food entertainment communities on TikTok. And of course, we talk about giving back because what's an episode of Beyond the Plate without the topic of social impact? If you're new to Beyond the Plate and this is your first time tuning in, make sure to check out our episode with Tracy and Arjav from Birdie's Restaurant in Austin, Texas. Birdie's was recently named Food & Wine Magazine's Restaurant of the Year, and we had some fun chatting about his and hers chips. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode as we go beyond the plate with Chris Bellinger of Frito-Lay and PepsiCo Foods US. Chris, I've got some of my current Frito-Lay favorites right here. This is my one of my super current favorites. The wavy Lay's Funyun flavor. Been a big Funyun fan my whole life. And then these seem to be popping up in our cabinet a lot lately. The baked Cheetos, how proper for the 75th anniversary. Let's do a quick audio test with you. So I'm going to have you name five of something. Let's name five current or all-time Frito-Lay favorites. Oh, you're asking me to pick my favorite children. I love the Cheetos Puffs. Those are by far my favorite. Then rounding out there, got to go with the Lay's Classic, the Doritos Toasted Corn, hard to find, absolutely amazing. And then going to go with Old School Sun Chips. And we've got some new products out right now called Simply Veggie Poppables that are shockingly good. Excited for those. Thank you. You sound good. Let's do it. Love hearing that. Big Sun Chip fan over here. Big Poppable fan in our house and very excited to try those Veggie Popple. There's a ranch flavor, isn't there? Did I see that? 
It is. Yeah, it's the Simply Veggie Poppables ranch flavor. Yeah, I'm excited for those. Awesome. Honestly, Chris, I feel the timing for this interview really couldn't be better given sports season seems uh, well underway. In full speed, we have college sports and NFL and baseball and all of the things. But if I was a betting man, my guess is you would tell us that sports plus snacks equals a match made in heaven. Is that right? Absolutely. It is uh, one of the all-time matches made in heaven. You know, according we have our own little snack index that we do, the Frito-Lay snack index. And what we've seen is over 90% of fans are watching football games with snacks. And thankfully, most of those are our Frito-Lay products. That's like a shocking number. You think of how many football games, how many people sitting on their couch watching, but I guess when you think of it, like, yeah, they're sitting there snacking with your chips and other products. Yeah. We we love to say that we've got a higher uh, household penetration than toilet paper. So we'll, we'll take that. We'll take that win. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Beyond snacks, I'm a chef by trade. I went to culinary school and I feel like chips specifically are having a moment like in cooking. I feel like chefs always love snacking and chips. And I remember now that I'm talking about this, I remember when I was in culinary school, all the chefs at my culinary school used to do a potluck. And I remember one of them telling me that the potluck dish that went the first was like a, a dip, like a queso dip with like a Dorito or, or something like that, which is not that surprising. I know you guys have some incredible Tostitos dips and whatnot, which are delicious. You know, with the show, The Bear using chips as a garnish, you know, on an omelet, I probably have 17 texts from people about that. We just spoke with the owners of Birdie's Restaurant in Austin, Texas, who won Food & Wines Restaurant of the Year. We talked chips with them. But would you agree here? You, you feel like they're having a moment in the cooking world? Oh, absolutely. I, I think what we're seeing is, you know, in the culinary space with, you know, especially our chips as additive to ingredients and recipes, they're having a huge moment. And so much so that food talk is obviously a massive thing that's going on right now. And that was really one of our inspirations for creating our own flavor TikTok channel. And within that is really just focused on the pure entertainment of food entertainment and using our products and ingredients and really really unique and interesting and organic ways with the whole point of like just sparking that joy of cooking and the joy of cooking with our products and that our products can be these additive of ingredients and flavors and styles and whether it's super complicated and technical versus the super easy ones. And we have seen a massive, massive response where we were able to garner over a million followers in less than six months starting from scratch. And it was just everyone was addicted and loving it and they just couldn't get enough of all the, the food entertainment we were putting out. That's so interesting because as I mentioned earlier, maybe before we started recording, my day job is with Rachel Ray. And I know she's been like the biggest proponent of using like popcorn and chips as like garnishes for a chili and things like that for the longest time. And I have to believe people are, you know, coating chicken or things like that in crushed chips or using them as enhancements or garnishes, but I feel like they're definitely, just in the social media world in general, definitely having, uh, dare I say, like a viral moment. So you mentioned like Food Talk, and I know you have your flavor channel you mentioned. Could you just share any more about that channel on TikTok? Yeah. So it is was really created with real people in mind and kind of inspired by the fact that coming out of COVID, everybody was cooking more. Everyone wanted to change up their recipes. They got bored with some of them. And we started seeing more and more people using our flavors and our products as, like you said, additives to recipes and how to enhance it and how to put a little twist on it. So really, it was focused on a real human insight and human behavior. Our team originally just got together and started filming stuff with our phones. 
and our own cooking and recipes at home and started to load them up and find the trending topics and the different components on it. And really just kind of spiraled into something that became its own little beast. And we've now had a partnership with Amazon and launching its own channel on Amazon Fire TV. We've got the website, we've got the TikTok channel that is absolutely crushing it. And we've got a team of now home cooks that are all creating in partnership with our culinary teams, these new and unique recipes. A new one that's out there right now that we just tried to make was this Fritos chili cheese cloud pizza. And it is one of those that you didn't think any of those flavors would go together, but then you make it and you're like, oh man, holy shit, this is actually really good. <laughs> and you start to then go down the rabbit hole of all the other flavors you're playing with, like a Cheetos baked feta pasta and different elements that we just see random recipes that start to spike and people get obsessed with making them. And then they stitch us and make them themselves and add their own little twist to it. And it's become this really cool community online that we've been able to harness. That's so cool. You clearly came up with a strategy to to make it what it is, but it really started with an iPhone, if you will. Yeah. It started, like I said, real people actually who love our products and were cooking at home. And we had the team out there shooting on their iPhones and making their own recipes and searching online to find other people that would love to be a part of it. And it was so successful. Actually, we were up against uh, Gordon Ramsay in the Webby Awards. Oh, nice. And we were we were a finalist next to him. So be, that, that's a really cool Heck company yeah. to be in. Heck yeah. When we launched this thing, it was really, we launched it underground as hey, who knows? Maybe this will work. We don't want to overly brand it. We want it to be really authentic the way people would use it at home. And it's resonated. It's been a really cool thing to watch. That's cool. And I take it, as you mentioned, TikTok is the main platform for a bit. And then there's a website, which I've browsed on too, looking at some pretty fun recipes. You mentioned the Amazon and whatnot, but will that kind of parlay over to other social media channels as well? Yeah, so we're on all the major platforms, X and Pinterest and, and Facebook and Instagram and all of those. And we're going to continue to push. The one thing we want to do is just make sure it stays really authentic and really entertaining. So the food entertainment and the culinary components are first and foremost. And that we don't want to lose that because, you, like you mentioned, the omelet with the bear was a, an amazing moment to be like, this is really happening. And not only that, it's permeating pop culture. So where else can we get into and where else can we be a part of and what else can we turn this into? And it's been a really cool thing that the organization has gotten behind and let us continue to push on it with having, without having to overly corporatize and brand it, which has been the best part. Well, it's cool because you guys can see the bear in like overnight or longer than overnight say, let's start this channel where people are cooking with right. our products. Like you had this channel and the timing was perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Could, could have been happier with how often that we're showing up. And even when we're all scrolling at home, we'll send each other things and be like, hey, was this us or was this, did this happen organically? And they're like, this is totally organic. And that's the coolest part. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, you mentioned some of the, the baked pasta dishes and the, the cloud pizza and whatnot. Any other favorites that you've seen? I mean, I don't know what the numbers at the last I saw or heard it was like over 1700 recipes that people have uploaded. Yeah. We, we have got an insane amount of recipes that we have had featured and created, and now we have more and more people coming in. There's a Funyuns walking chili dog that we call that you're going to have to try. You love that. Yeah, it's called the walking chili cheese dog, and you make it in a bag of Funyuns, and it is just, it's one of those indulgent ones. You're like, yes, why have I not made this before, and why am I not walking around with this thing? And we try to keep each of the brands like in, in you know authentic and endemic to their their personalities. So we want to bring those forward too and those flavor cues. Yeah, that's cool. 
Okay, so here at Beyond the Plate, you may know we like to go beyond the plate and talk about social impact and ways that our guests give back to their community and partners, quite frankly, for that matter, how they support the community, give back to the community. And I know Frito-Lay has, at last count, 29 plus snack brands. Countless people enjoy your products every day. We talked about football and snacking, but there's plenty of other places that people are snacking too. That's a tremendous platform when you think about it. And with that comes tremendous responsibility. So I would love for you to hit upon or talk talk about this side of Frito-Lay. Yeah, obviously, you know, like we're all about bringing, you know, a smile with every bite. And that's really core to everything that we do. And so it's really how can we take our products and the magnitude and the impact that we have and make that positive impact for our consumers and the world in general. So we have a really big aspiration over here to change the future of food. And we want to do that by evolving the products we sell, what our brands stand for, how we interact with consumers. You mentioned the Cheeto 75th birthday. We recently partnered with Milk Bar to create a limited edition birthday cake. Mine's being delivered today. I'm very excited. And that, but the proceeds for everything went to support the birthday project which is a really great organization. We have the Stacy's Rise, which is a project that in supports and mentors female founders within the, the food space and, and outside. And we've been doing that for five years. And that's been an amazing project that we've been working on. And recently, we just did Frito-Lay Variety Packs with partnership with Gen Youth around back to school and working with JJ Watt and Kalia Watt to provide 10 million school meals and support access to youth sports. So we really like to leverage our brands and like truly connect with our communities and our consumers. And those are just three projects that we have right now. And there's countless more that we work on. And we have entire teams dedicated to purpose and cause and sustainability. And, and it's a really, really core tenant to what we're trying to build. Love that. That's so cool to hear. I mean, those are three extremely important projects that are affecting, impacting, inspiring countless people all the time. And like you said, those are just a few and I'm sure there's so many more and it's so important. So cheers to you guys for doing that great work. That's awesome. All right. I got to ask, you all are constantly innovating and to you know, kind of close it out here, hypothetically speaking, let's just say I was going to be with a group of chefs, well-known chefs soon. Are there any unique, one-of-a-kind snacks or chips that may be worth me sharing? I, I made a mention of it at the beginning, and it's the new Simply Lay's Veggie Poppables. And that is a shockingly tasty snack. And it's made with real veggies. And there's no artificial flavors. It's for everyone that's out there. And we have the two flavors, ranch and sea salt. So definitely one to try out. They literally just launched. And then we have a, another product for Doritos out, and it's spicy pineapple jalapeno. And that was created in partnership with Chris Williams, Chef Chris Williams. And he's down in Lucille's in Houston, that award-winning restaurant, as a part of our Doritos Solid Black campaign. And really what that is focused on is black change makers in society and Doritos Solid Black program. So we've made a donation to Chef Williams his charity, Lucille's 1913, to support the commitment to fighting food insecurity in his community. And the flavor is absolutely amazing. It's one of those that you taste, you can taste all the different dynamics to it and the components of it and the layers. And the packaging looks awesome. It was designed by our design team and created with an art collective within the Black community. And it was really just designed with this concept of thriving in Black change makers. And so the flavor itself is kind of a nod to that. But that is a, that is a really unique 
unique flavor that I would highly suggest you get your hands on. Very cool. Is that kind of regional since he's in Houston or not necessarily? Not necessarily. It, it, it's a national flavor, but it is in a kind of an LTO, limited edition, that we sell in conjunction with this product and this project. And so it's one of those that if you can get your hands on, it, it is a really cool, unique experience for Doritos. And also it goes to a great cause. That's very cool. I love that. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Chris, this was fun. We could probably talk snacks all day, but you already talk snacks all day. So you're like, no, I don't need to anymore. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Thank you. I think this is going to be really inspiring and encouraging for our listener. Get them snacking and get them using snack products in different ways. I'd be curious to hear how people may use, whether it's Doritos, Fritos, whatever, any of your brands, Cheetos, et cetera, et cetera. I'd be curious to hear how our listeners use them outside of snacking world in their cooking components. Absolutely. I'm going to keep an eye out on our social media and our messages for that. And now you got my wheels turning, which product I'm going to use in which way in the kitchen soon. Well, hey, make sure to tag us because we do have some of the best innovation R&D and culinary teams in the world, but we are constantly looking for what everybody else is using out there to stay on the that kind of the tip of the spear of what's trending in the food space. Yeah, I love that. Chris, thank you. Appreciate it. Hope to uh, maybe uh, share a snack sometime soon. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's pick up a bag. Thank you for tuning in to this bonus episode. To learn more about Frito-Lay's Flavor Channel, go to www.fl-vr.com. Follow them on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube at flavor underscore US. That's F-L-V-R underscore US. Frito-Lay, we thank you. Find me and keep up to date with this podcast across all social media at On Kathy's Plate or go to beyondtheplatepodcast.com. Beyond the Plate is also on social at BT Plate Podcast. This episode was produced by myself, along with Ian Cohen, Joel Yetten, and Sean Petrosian. Our digital media producer is Sarah McClellan Mead. Our music has been composed by Goldford. Find him at iGoldford. As always, a special shout out to my wife, Katie. If you have a moment, would you be so kind as to rate or review and subscribe to this podcast on your listening site of choice? And don't forget to join us next Wednesday for an episode of Beyond the Drink, our companion podcast of Beyond the Plate, brought to you by our friends at Ford's Gin. And also our brand new podcast called Clean Play Club. Clean Play Club is a family-friendly podcast that is kind of like story time, but with recipes. You can find it on all major podcast platforms and on Instagram at Clean Play Club Pod. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Plate. I'm Cappy. And remember, there are never too many cooks in the kitchen.